you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS in Pasadena for a morning of multilingual readings, interactive performances, and lots of kid fun. It's Super Fun Saturday on June 1st. Get your tickets at LAS.com slash events. LAS Studios. Today on the LA Report. Volunteers are fanning out across the city and county of Los Angeles for the annual count of unsheltered people. Advocates for good journalism lament the layoffs at the LA Times as the region's flagship newspaper struggles with declining revenue. It's really not good for civic Los Angeles to lose that important voice and identity. And animal shelters are coping with an influx of surrendered pets, especially big breeds of dogs. Good morning, it's Wednesday, January 24th. I'm Suzanne Watley, and you're listening to the LA Report from LAS 89.3. The Greater Los Angeles Homeless Count is underway when thousands of volunteers comb the streets of Los Angeles County to count their unhoused neighbors. County Supervisor Lindsay Horvath chairs the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority Commission and says the county needs help to deal with the homelessness problem and an accurate tally will help. For the federal government to step up and help respond to these states of emergency, we need to participate in the count and have an understanding of who's on our streets and what the need is on our streets. According to LASA, this is the largest count of its kind in the country. Volunteers are spending three days seeking out people living outdoors in such places as tents, makeshift shelters, and vehicles. Next week, LASA will wrap up its youth count, and all the results are expected to be released by early summer. Meanwhile, LAist Orange County correspondent Jill Replogle reports that Anaheim could soon offer emergency shelter beds for people experiencing homelessness on cold, rainy nights. The Orange County Board of Supervisors agreed to give Anaheim $150,000 to set up temporary overnight shelters from February through mid-April. Churches and other faith-based groups would host the mini shelters with up to 15 beds each. The county used to open several large bare-bones shelters in the winter, but has moved away from that model toward year-round facilities that include case management. But that has left a gap, says Doug Becht, who runs the county's homeless services. We still understand that there's a need when the weather is really bad, to have a place for people who are still out there just to come in. The program will be run by the organization Love Anaheim. For LAist 89.3, I'm Jill Replogel. Today was supposed to be day three of a strike by Cal State University faculty, but that was called off late Monday when their union and the administration announced they had agreed to a new contract that would raise pay by 5 percent retroactive to July. The deal also adds four more weeks of family leave and provides other benefits. As the 29,000 members of the California Faculty Association await the fine print, we're hearing mixed reactions. Laura Quinn is a lecturer at Cal State San Bernardino. Sure, like we got something, but 
we're still really, really drowning and struggling. And it doesn't really feel like the CFA is making the moves that need to be made to keep us from drowning. The chancellor of the Cal State system says the agreement would mean the university can fairly compensate its valued world-class faculty. The majority of those who walked out Monday are lecturers. These instructors have the lowest pay and often work short-term contracts. USC professor Adriana Kazar studies trends in higher education employment. She says an increase in part-time and temporary instructors leads to worse outcomes for students. A regular full-time faculty member can show up early to class and answer questions and stay afterwards, meet with students in office hours. Well, the adjunct doesn't get paid to do any of that. Kisar says one solution is to offer lecturers more multi-year contracts. The tentative deal reached Monday raises their wages but doesn't necessarily mean more job security. Coming up, layoffs at the Los Angeles Times. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com slash sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS for a morning of multilingual story times, interactive performances, art making, and lots of kid fun. Bring the whole fam and join us for a super fun Saturday at LAS in Pasadena on June 1st. Tickets at LAS.com slash events. See you there. Back now to the L.A. report. The Los Angeles Times laid off 115 journalists yesterday. The paper's owner, Dr. Patrick Soon Chong, says the move was necessary to check budget losses. A good chunk of those affected were black, Latino, and Asian journalists. Fernando Guerra at the Center for the Study of Los Angeles at Loyola Marymount University says the L.A. Times is a part of the city's identity and typifies the locale. There's really only the L.A. Times and L.A.S that are doing that at this moment. And it's really not good for civic Los Angeles to lose that important voice and identity. Garris says just about every major U.S. city has seen newsroom declines, with the exception of the New York Times. As the COVID pandemic eased and people returned to work, local animal shelters saw a rise in the number of dogs and cats coming in. Those increases have held pretty steady. Dia Durvernet heads up the Pasadena Humane Society and notes financial challenges and housing issues have also led people to give up their pets. Especially large dogs are challenging because there's so many housing restrictions and people often will be in a situation where they have to move and their new housing situation will accommodate large pets. She says breeds such as huskies, German shepherds and pit bulls have been prevalent in their shelter lately. Duvernet says that it's important for people to be aware before they adopt that animals need training and regular exercise. There are also pet food pantries that they can use and others can contribute to. In the forecast, you can expect temperatures to remain on the cool side ahead of a warm-up in coming days. This afternoon's highs will range from the upper 50s to mid-60s for the most part. Thank you for listening to the LA Report. You can read more news at LAist.com or listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. 
The AM edition is hosted and produced by me, Suzanne Watley, with assistance from producer Tyler Wayne. Our engineer is Federico Garcia Rodriguez. Catherine Mailhouse is the director of content development. LAist's executive editor is Megan Garvey. Original music by Scott Kelly. Check back here at 4 for the PM edition. Listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. Please donate at laist.com join. And the LA Report is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. All seven states on the Colorado River may have to cut back water, but not everyone agrees on how. From Coloradans who blame others for the crisis... There continues to be a look upstream to solve a problem that we did not create. To farmers who may lose their livelihoods. We don't want to cut equal with everybody else. Will they reach a deal in time? Listen to Imperfect Paradise, the Gen Z water dealmaker, wherever you get podcasts.